Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here with another Life of a Fighter podcast. Before we jump into today's topic on how I passed my CSCS exam, we're going to go over some fun announcements. I got the giveaway announcement for our Quest Nutrition brand and for our Win Laundry Detergent brand. So if you want to hear that, just hang out to the end of the episode. I'm going to make those um, winner announcements. Also, this episode and every episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter shop. You can go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. And again, we have all of our amazing products up there, our pro coach services, kudos. And the easiest way actually to get started for the kudos is go to our website, click the get started tab on the top of the website. You can put your information in and um, that'll allow you to, I'll reach out to you and get on a call with you myself and talk about your goals and how we can help fit those with you. I'm booked up until July. So whether it's ideally, I'm sure you're going to want to either work with me or one of our partners here or one of our coaches. So I'll make sure you get set up with the right person. If you don't want to wait till July, that's fine. I can actually um, book you with another coach through our program. But if you want to work with me, you're unfortunately going to have to wait till July because these spots book up fast. I got eight left for July, so I highly recommend acting on it if you're interested. And that's all the fun announcements and tips. Again, also we have our clothing lineup. I had some uh, new designs go up on there. So go to lofclothing.com. Check out our classic logos, our Muay Thai, our Jiu Jitsu and grappling, um, and some fun kind of signature lines for our fighters and some new stuff we got up there. Without further ado, let's jump on into it, y'all. So again, I took my CSCS exam yesterday, uh, May 24th. It was a Friday. So I was really excited to just kind of get that. And it was actually the kickoff to Memorial Day weekend. Um, It's been a pretty rough week. I was sick pretty much all week and even the weekend leading up to it. Um, So I was just kind of staying in bed, trying to get my studying on and just work my way through. And even now, I'm still not feeling so hot, but I'm just so excited from the results and from passing and and doing pretty well on it. I'm a little disappointed in my score. I think I got an 82 um, average score total. And if you looked at like, it's a two-part series on the first part, I got a 76, I believe, if I do the average right. Um, And on the second part, I got an 87. I really wanted to get at least a 90 on both parts, just more for like a pride thing than anything else. Not really, because you just need a 70 to pass. Um, And again, it's, it's not a true raw score. It's actually... You need X amount of correct questions and they give you, I think it was 80 and you need at least, uh, what's 70% of 80? Quick math. And um, yeah, 56, right? Does that sound right? So I got a little bit more than that, 61. So I got the number I needed. But 
anyways, I'm going into some tangent bullshit. doesn't really matter. Let's talk about how I made it happen because that's, I'm sure I was looking, even myself, I was Googling before the exam came up, going on YouTube. You know, I was using even the uh, National Strength Conditioning Association website. They had study material, which was great. So I invested in that. Um, it was actually a gift from my, from my mom, which I really appreciate. She's like, what do you want for uh, Christmas? And I'm at the point, man, I'm 31. So like, I don't really need gifts at this point. I think it's kind of um, silly, but I have everything that I need and I'm like, you know, if I want, I don't really play video games or anything like that. And if I do, I get them myself whenever I have the time, which I really don't now that I have a kid and married and responsibilities, life, all that good stuff. But the only thing I do if my parents are like, Hey, I really want to get you something for your birthday or for Christmas. If they want to do a gift, I think of either like a new, you know, continuing education thing I want to get. I, I kind of think it was like an investment in my business or my education. So I'm like, Hey, I'm actually going to take some, you know, three extra credits this semester. If you want to help pay for those, that, that could be a cool gift or put it towards Lena's ret- like retirement, whatever, or college fund. Anyways, again, doesn't matter. So just shout out to you, mom. I appreciate you um, helping me with the um, certification, the study material. That was really awesome. So the first thing is you have to sign up for the exam. What they tell you though, or what you have to do is you have third, no, 120 days from the time you purchase your uh, exam to when you can schedule it and take it. So I would highly recommend getting the study material first, go through it and see if you feel comfortable with it. Cause the cool thing is when you buy the study material, one of the packages allows you to buy online questions. So that's what I did. And I actually went through them and I was like taking it and see where my scores are at and don't put too much weight in the scores by themselves indicator if you're going to pass or not, but it gives you an idea of, you know, if you feel comfortable with the topics and they break it down into exercise science, nutrition, testing, administration, um, application of, um, the exercise science and then actual exercise technique itself. So you get these different categories and figure out, all right, where do I need to allocate my energy? And for me, you know, I actually, which was weird on the exercise science part, I was doing better on my practice exams and then on the actual exam itself. I think that's where I scored the lowest, but I did better on the application and the testing and administration and nutrition. And when I was doing my practice exams, I actually did worse on the testing and administration and the application of certain exercise techniques. Um, but I think maybe just cause I focused so much at, uh, towards the end, I left a little bit of the exercise science to the side and maybe that was it. But anyways, I highly recommend getting the exam, um, study guides so that you can brush up on that and see where you're at and then seeing where you feel. If you feel comfortable with taking the exam in three to four months, cool, buy the, the uh, exam right off the bat. But if not, it's a great opportunity to keep studying. And then when you're ready, you can buy the exam and then schedule it. So one of the things though with the CSCX exam that's different than most other exams is that you need to actually um, have a degree or be qualifying for a bachelor's degree in the year that you're or within a year of taking your exam. So I, I finally got my bachelor's in 2016 because I took a bunch of time off fighting and all that other stuff. Life happens. And I decided to go back and plan originally when I graduated in 2016 is to immediately take my CSCS exam, but ended up kind of getting a little bit sidetracked with busier fighting than I was originally expecting. And I wanted to take advantage of the momentum, having a title fight and multiple fights in a row and just the winning streak that I was on. Um, so that became really a priority and I don't want to sacrifice potentially not doing well on the exam or having to retake it cause I couldn't focus. Then we ended up, me and Ash got married. Then we ended up going to Thailand and our honeymoon turned into moving there for six months. 
And I was, you know, the head strength coach of the Puga top team fight team with all the pros and the amateurs and then everyone in between. So that kind of took precedent and then coming back, which I think is kind of funny. You know, this exam specifically is really a requirement to work with professional sports teams, but I was working with professional athletes and fighters prior to this. So to me, I think it's, you know, not necessarily an indicator of, you know, are you qualified or not? It's more of just gives you a piece of paper and gives you a little bit more knowledge. It definitely is a nice little like validation, I guess, but the more important thing Thing is it allows you to work with pro sports teams like the NFL, MLB, et cetera, et cetera, NBA. Um, so I'm looking to now leverage that now that I have this um, versus I had it with other organizations in the past. So anyways, that's enough about me and my story. The point I say all that is, again, it's you don't have to feel the pressure of if you're graduating, let's say in college right now and you're a junior or a senior and you're about to graduate or you just graduated. What I recommend is, yeah, sure, take the the knowledge that you have and definitely take the exam and brush up and study if you have the time. But also, one of the things that really helped me was, you know, I... I'm a sponsored athlete, I'll call it, through Acceleration Sports Training in Deer Park, New York. And even before that, I was a paying client and, you know, I was working with John Fury, the owner, and then Stephen Wilk and um, just Gio and the whole crew down there, James Cagino for the official name for those that don't know. And and really all the guys I came in cross with, like even Steve Nichols prior to that, before he left, and and all the amazing coaches there, and John Campbell and Rob and, and all the great coaches they've had come in and out and just be there. Um, I learned more really in that sense than I did in the textbooks. So it gave me a little bit more familiarity. I've been with them since 2004. So I've had a lot of background even for myself as an athlete that made me comfortable. So I recommend if you're about to graduate or you are graduating or you're around that junior senior time frame, get an internship with a program, whether it's a place like Acceleration, they're always looking for interns. Um, it's a pretty rigorous process for them. And most places that are going to be legit, it will be. But volunteer, get an internship. Usually it'll be a non-paid internship at first and it can transition to a paid internship and then actually a part-time or full-time position. Um, But it's a great opportunity to learn firsthand application and really understand what's going on. And then it just makes you feel more comfortable with the exam. So that's the first thing I'd recommend. If you can get an internship or work with a coaching organization or coaching professionals. And if you need help, reach out to me as well. I've actually been working with um, some other trainers or potential trainers that are in school or studying for their NASM exam or their ISSA or ACE or now I'd feel comfortable doing the um, study prep for any NSCA exams. So feel free to reach out to me as well, but find someone that can help you with that. And if you're on your own, get the study materials, go through it, really focus on exercise science, really focus on exercise technique. Make sure you understand positioning, body awareness, where they're supposed to be, and then application. So a lot of what helped me was um, I actually watched a YouTube video and they said there was this app called Pocket Prep. And I looked it up. It was a free app and you can use that. But then I actually paid, I think it's a 15 or $20 upgrade and you get like 800 questions that I was basically prepping, practicing every day. And I went through all 800 questions. And then even once I did, I redid them. And I just probably did over a thousand times. And it, my rough score average was 82. And that's actually what I got on the exam. So it was a pretty close indicator. The questions were definitely different. I'll be honest with you guys, but the structure and the framing of them were similar and the topics to understand were similar. The only thing that I noticed with the pocket prep app was that they repeat some questions. So you can kind of game the system and start to memorize. And that's what I even did. I noticed I was doing, so I had to change up my approach where I was noticing that I was memorizing the answer and not truly understanding why it was the answer. I was just like, oh, well, I know it's the answer because I've seen it three times already. And so, but then understanding, and then you can hit show explanation with this app. And then I would read the explanation and write flashcards off of it. So 
My techniques were read the entire exam. I mean, the entire book, front to back. Make sure you go through the whole exam. That was my first thing. I spent, um, I want to say, 30 days just doing that. And I scheduled it out. I was like, okay, there's about 600 pages I need to go through. I'm going to do about 20 pages a day for 30 days. That's 600 pages. Just schedule it and stick to your freaking schedule. Make a plan and stick to the plan. Okay. And then once you do that, schedule yourself some time to, again, while you're going through it, take flat. I did flashcards. You can maybe get sticky notes and stick on the pages. The key is there's going to be a lot of graphs and tables. Those are more important than the general text, in my opinion. That's where most of the questions are derived from is how are you going to base a strength-based program versus a power program? What's the percentage of one rep max that you're going to use? What's the rep range? What's the set range? What's the difference? What's the time of season that you're going to have them training? And how does that change the frequency and the intensity and the volume of training loads? Those are really important topics. Um, understand the basic biology or the sliding uh, filament theory and, and how myosin and actin and tropamine and all of those things are interacting with one another, how calcium ion plays into it. Um, understand the Krebs cycle, understand phosphagen system, understand the different energy systems, the glycolytic system, the oxidative system, when your body's using it, what is the ideal time for each for each athlete and how do you train that? Those types of things become really important. How do you kind of, um, you know, calculate in for testosterone or human growth hormone increase or potential overtraining, detraining, get really familiar with all those types of questions. And then from the other side of it that I didn't really anticipate until I actually read the book and went through the studying and the, the practice questions is there's a testing and administration side of it, meaning that you need to also know as a strength professional, they want you to understand how you're going to lay out your actual facility. So if you're working for a college or professional team or a private organization, you're doing it yourself. You need to lay out a facility. You need to know how many square feet per athlete do you need in the building at any given time? How much space do you need between your exercise equipment? Is it going to be 24 inches? Is it going to be 36 inches? How much space do you need from the floor to the ceiling, making sure that you're using your Olympic lifts, especially when you have to consider you may have taller athletes like basketball, football players are going to be six plus, maybe almost seven feet versus your normal fitness client. Um, so those are all really key things to make sure you pay attention to. Don't take it for granted. Do not rush it. That's the biggest thing that I'm glad. It took me five, or I purposely scheduled it five months out. Um, or well, I, I originally just studied for two months and then I scheduled it um, for the next three months. So I had it to be done by, my goal is to have it done by June 1st and I did it May 24th because it was available in town. And set a timeline, set a goal and stick to it. Get help. If you don't feel like you're on the right path or you're not kind of advancing as you would, don't schedule the exam. Do not schedule the exam until you feel like you're ready for it. That's my biggest tip and some of the things that I took away from it. Um, also, I'm going to keep doing more podcasts on not just um, why I think I succeeded but or why I passed, but following podcasts, which I've been doing in the past too, on different topics I've covered in the book and that I thought were really important and valuable, not just for the exam itself, but also just for you to know as a coach or for you to know as an athlete or a fitness enthusiast, what is some information that you could take on your own and how do you apply it and make it your own? So that's pretty much what I thought were the most important things. Using a pocket prep or some kind of question. Again, it, the, the questions that come with your study uh, guide package, those were great as well. I just kind of found it annoying to use because I'd either have to be on a computer or on my phone. It was a little bit more annoying to do. And it's usually there were like 20 to 60, maybe 24 is the least and 60 was the most. And that takes more time. Um, this pocket prep allowed me to just do was one question of the day and then 10 questions at a time. So if I had a couple minutes, it usually takes me two to five minutes to do 10 questions. So I would just do that on like either when I had a break, if Lena fell asleep or whatever I'm doing on a lunch break or in between clients or, or 
you know, actually when I'm warming up or cooling down or stretching in between sessions, I would use it. And yeah, so I think that that's something that really becomes advantageous. Know what you're going to need to succeed. If you need to have it in front of a computer, then I think the study materials from the actual question on the NSCA website is great. If not, use find a, whether it's Pocket Prep or another app to help you study. YouTube has a bunch of actually great videos. YouTube had an, a great, I think it was a 57 long video um, study guide. And I can actually link to it below for you guys if you want to message me. Um, I'll help. I can send you guys a bunch of great resources. That's pretty much it, y'all. Um, I'm really just excited more than anything else, even though I'm feeling kind of shitty. The excitement of just passing and taking it is kind of overcoming me being sick. So I appreciate you guys. Um, again, the last few episodes, um, we have some some content for either the coaches out there that want to get familiar with the topics or you just want to learn about it. Um, episode in the 160s, I think definitely 164, maybe 163, 162. Check those out. We have some good topics there. And now let's officially announce the uh, winners of the giveaway. Are you guys excited? Because I am drum roll. Brrr. Sorry, guys. I just had to get a little cheesy there for a second. And the winner for both Quest Nutrition giveaway package and the Win Laundry Detergent, Philip Kratz. Yeah, Phil. Um, Phil, shoot me a message. We'll get all your kind of uh, info to get it shipped out to you. And yeah, congrats. Um, Everybody else, thanks for kind of participating in it. Again, we're going to have more giveaways with more of our Life of a Fighter approved brands. Um, I'll kind of give some more info on that as it's coming. I think we'll set up another milestone, probably maybe like 20 or 25 reviews on the podcast or um, when we hit like 10,000 subscribers on YouTube or something like that. Maybe I'll, I'll make something related to social media or the YouTube or the website or something like that. But I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you for the support. And that's it, y'all. Till next time. Peace. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.